to pray a prayer that will shake the very foundation of the pit of hell. We want to pray a prayer that will cause demons and spirits, witches, warlocks, ghosts, goblins, Jezebels, homongers, warmongers, Satan himself, to adhere to our words. Oh God, we just loved you on this evening. We thank you right now, God, for working things out in the midst of the storms, God. We thank you and we praise your name for keeping us, God. Even though storms and trials come, God, you're still right there. And God, we ask that you come in right now, God. Move self out of the way, God, and have your way in the place right now. Open my eyes that I may see, open my ears that I may hear, and open my mouth that I may speak your holy word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. Amen, amen. And today, if you would, turn to the book of Psalms, 34th chapter of Psalms, starting at the first verse. And it reads, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto me and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man we're focusing on the sixth verse. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Amen. Now, the message Bible breaks it down a little bit more plainer for you to understand it. It reads, I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with his praise. I live and breathe, God. If things aren't going well, hear this and be happy. Join me in spreading the news. Together, let's get the word out. God met me more than halfway. He freed me from my anxious fears. Look at him. Give him your warmest smile. Never hide your feelings from him. When I was desperate, I called out. And God got me out of a tight spot. Amen. Have you ever been in a tight spot? Have you ever been in trouble? Amen. We're going to take for a topic on this evening from those passages of scripture. Conquering your trouble. Amen. And for a subtext, we're going to also be touching on potholes beware amen p-o-t-h-o-l-e-s beware conquering your trouble potholes beware tonight god told me to tell you tonight that all your troubles and your burdens all of your potholes in your life are about to be rectified he's getting ready to destroy your burdens he's getting ready to destroy your troubles and god is going to do this through the the power and by the fire of the Holy Ghost. He is going to resurface your potholes. How many of you have some potholes in your life? How many of you know that when you step into a pothole, you can do some damage? He's getting ready to mend your marriages. He's getting ready to restore your trust. He's getting ready to fill your bank accounts. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm conquering my troubles. Right now, I'm conquering my troubles. Amen. Let's look at this word trouble. As it is defined, first off, it's to disturb the mental calm and contentment, worry, distress, or to agitate. Secondly, it's to put to inconvenience, exertion, 
pains or the like. Thirdly, it's to cause bodily pain or discomfort. Fourthly, it's to annoy, vex, or bother. And fifthly, it's mental or emotional disturbance or distress. Amen. As I looked up the word pothole, one word, one, one phrase summed it up. A deep hole or a pit. See, sometimes we, we, we ride around in our vehicles and we, step, we ride over potholes. But also as we walk this Christian journey and as we embark upon the dangerous toys and snares of this world, we step in potholes. See, first of all, you have to declare that you are not tolerating the pothole. You're not going to tolerate the trouble. You're not going to tolerate the mess, the confusion. You are not going to lack for anything because you're tearing down the walls of hindrance. You're going to replace the walls of hindrance with overcoming. Just like Joshua and the children of Israel when they marched around the city of Jericho seven times. When he blew the shofar, he was taking it by force. We have to do the same thing for our troubles. We have to declare by force. That we are taking our troubles away. That we are replacing our potholes. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. Isaiah 54 and 17 speaks of no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. We must understand and realize that God is our saving grace. No trouble is too great for God. No pothole is too great for God to take care of. But we got to understand that in order to take back our life and in order to conquer our trouble, we must be rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus. We can't play with Satan, but we have to go boldly against the strong man, taking control of our potholes, filling them with the joy of the Lord. Amen. Paul said, we, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. He was telling us we got to be bold. We have to command Satan to release our blessings. We have to defeat our troubles. We can't grow if we have trouble. If we stay in the same mode and we Don't cry out to God. We can't grow. In order to conquer our troubles, we must understand that they are typically of a supernatural origin. Most of our troubles are supernatural. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. A lot of times we can't see our trouble. It may manifest itself in one or two other ways, but most of the times we can't see it because it's a spirit. Hallelujah. Give Give God a hand praise. Several nights ago, the the Lord had a good friend of mine, a minister, to mention to me about trouble, how to fight your trouble. And I thought it was very interesting. It gave me some insight. Even though I knew how to fight the trouble, you always need a reminder. I don't care how high you get and how big you get, you always need a reminder. And somewhere down the line, I have forgotten some points of how to conquer trouble, how to conquer the enemy, how to get the devil off our back. So I picked out some points. Dr. Olukoya had several points in this passage that he wrote. The first point that I thought was relative or very important is that we have to go beyond our regular routine prayers. I said we have to go beyond our regular routine prayers. Oh, you know the prayer. Every kid knows this prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die before I wake... I prayed the Lord my soul to take. See, that was great when you were babies. It did all right when you were a toddler. 
It even might have would have helped you when you were preaching, huh? But how many of you know that it's going to take more to break the stranglehold of, the, of Satan? When you are adult Christian trying to walk this journey, you can't just say that prayer and then lay down. You can't just say that prayer and then go on to, go on to your job. Because the devil has a stronghold over our lives. And sometimes we allow him to fixture himself in our situations. Instead of praying that prayer, we have to pray a prayer that will shake the very foundation of the pit of hell. We want to pray a prayer that will cause demons and spirits, witches, warlocks, ghosts, goblins, Jezebels, homongers, warmongers, Satan himself to adhere to our words. We have to do this through the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Dr. Olakoya in How to Trouble Your Troubles talks about praying a volcanic prayer. How many of you have ever seen a volcano and the damage it causes? A volcano is more destructive or almost as destructive in a certain area as a flood because nothing can stand the lava that comes out of a volcano. But we must pray volcanic prayers, bulldozing prayers, that kind of prayer that, that will tremble and shake the very foundation that you stand on. We have to pray with holy anger. Pray with the inner, fi- inner fire. That inner fire is the Holy Spirit. We have to get so upset, we have to pray with the holy hatred. A hatred of evil. Pray with our spirits boiling. I don't know about you, but what God has for me, I desire. I want what God has for me. I don't want the devil to steal my, my blessings. I don't want the devil to steal my joy, but I want to continue to have joy. We must claim it by divine right because it is our right in the mighty name of Jesus. What God has for us or what God has for me, it is for me. Psalms 9 talks about the Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed. He will be a refuge in the time of trouble. See, David knew about trouble. David was well rehearsed in the, in the meaning of trouble. He had trouble all the time. We must pray some Holy Ghost fire prayers to release our blessings and remove our troubles. We must be like Daniel in that 10th chapter, around that 12th verse when Daniel had a vision. Daniel was praying for a breakthrough against the prince of the kingdom of Persia. And my Bible tells me he continued to pray for three weeks, for 21 days. And this continuous and this prevalent prayer endorsed the help of the archangel Michael. My Bible tells me that Michael had to come in and do warfare. Now you know it's some serious fighting if the archangel Michael got to come in and fight for you. But my Bible also tells me it wasn't an easy fight for Michael. But because of the continuous prayers of Daniel. Well, but why is it so hard to get a prayer through? First of all, because we've relinquished our birthright. Back in Genesis 3rd chapter, we relinquished, Adam relinquished man's birthright. The devil had no authority over man. None. It was God, man, then um, the mess, the trouble. So we didn't have trouble before the fall. Secondly, we got to ensure that our prayers are sincere, not sinners' prayers. For we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but yet we have to know how to come back and correct it. It ought to be a continuous thing. Even the little minute sins that you may have overlooked, those thoughts that you may have had that weren't pure, we have to continue to ask God for forgiveness. Make us whiter than snow. Cleanse us. Purify us. Thirdly, we have to be careful of what we say. For our tongue is like a two-edged sword. See, our tongue can speak generational curses. It can speak curse after curse after curse. We can speak a curse on ourselves and not even know it by what we say. Amen. 
In our main text, we find David was fleeing from Saul. He was praising God in this chapter. He was praising God for deliverance. He was claiming his destiny. He was calling things to pass. David was prophesying to himself. He was encouraging himself, giving himself a pep talk, communing with God, having a one-on-one conversation with God. See, because he was familiar with trouble. But over in the 34th verse, or the 35th verse, excuse me, that psalm is a prayer of rescue. David got a little antsy, got a little fearful. The Bible says that David got a little nervous. But what did he do? He prayed a violent prayer. Turn quickly to the 35th chapter of Psalms. David said, plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for mine help. Draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. In the fifth verse, he said, let them be as a chaff before the wind and let the angel of the Lord chase them. David wants somebody to to be killed. He said he was tired of trouble. He was tired of Saul on his back. He was tired of going through. He went through on his left hand side. He went through on his right hand side. He had trouble behind him. He had trouble in front of him. He was like a cornered dog. If you ever put a dog in a corner, even a stray dog, if you ever corner them in a corner, they're going to come out fighting. Wide open. I don't care if they were the scariest thing before that, but if you ever put them in a corner, they're going to fight. So David had to fight. David felt like he didn't have a choice in the matter. David's son Absalom wanted him dead. Saul wanted him dead. Enemies of Israel wanted him dead. Hallelujah. In the prayer that David prayed, I'm just going to paraphrase or something I think that David might have prayed. And you can take this prayer and, and, and remember it when you're praying for your troubles. Father God, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I come to you asking you to forgive me of all my sins and to purify me of my potholes. I need to you remove to you need for you to remove my troubles, remove my potholes. I pray right now in accordance with your words. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door will be opened unto me. Right now, God, I have dominion over my life. I have dominion over my destiny. I have dominion over my blessings in the name of Jesus. I bind the strong man. I rebuke the curse. I rebuke generational curses. Spoken curses in the name of Jesus. My finances that have been held up are released right now. That sickness that I have went through in my body, I'm healed right now. I am a conqueror. I am an overcomer. I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm taking back my birthright. I'm reclaiming my destiny. I'm reversing those curses that were placed upon my family years ago. That has been placed over my life because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Nothing can separate me from God's love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And you can add, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Conquering your trouble. Potholes beware. Amen. I pray that something I said tonight was a help to your spirit and a help to your heart, that it may manifest itself physically within your soul. Amen. Again, I hope and pray that God will inspire you to decide to take back your destiny and conquer 
your trouble. Because it's not easy to go through life and pray and pray day after day and still have the same issues. And like I said, it's supernatural. A lot of times it's caught up. Your prayer, God heard your prayer. But a lot of times it's caught up in that second heaven. That's where the principalities and rulers of darkness and, and the wickedness dwells. But we have to continue to pray boldly and claim our victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. If you want to go to airjesus.com, you can turn to airjesus.com 6295. Sermon title, Conquering Your Trouble. Thank you again, because brother, you need the word. Amen. This ends message number 6295 by Dexter Harden. To hear other messages or to send this message number 6295 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com or theonlineword.com. This has been message number 6295, Conquering Your Trouble. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.